This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach! Give me great food. Tacos! Give me adventure. Hiking! Give me a date night. Sunset cruise! Give me some smiles. Cheese! Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hello and welcome to Saver, production of iHeartRadio and Stuff Media. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we're talking about food heists. Yeah. And we were discussing before we started recording... This could be the entire show. This is a surprisingly uh, in-depth, in-depth isn't the word. There's a just, lot of stories to pick from. deep and broad topic that yes. it, it happens all the time. Some of them are real fascinating. Some of them are real sad. Uh, a lot of them are real weird. Real weird. I mean, just by necessity because it's food. Right. You know, you're like paintings. Okay, yeah, I've seen Thomas Crown Affair. Like, I get it, right? Like... <laughs> Or, like, cars or diamond, like, whatever it is. You right. Know, like, we hear about all of this stuff. Yeah. But just, it's necessarily a little funny. Yes. When you're, like, shrimp. Right. And I've, I'm convinced, because Ryan Johnson just announced there's going to be a Knives Out too. Oh, yeah? And I think that should be food-based. We need to call him. You've got his number, right? <laughs> no. On speed dial. <laughs> Darn it. Well, if anybody has the way to contact him, yeah. please let us know. Because as we were thinking about this, we've talked about this a lot in past episodes. Yeah. Um, 
well, what were some of them? Coca-Cola, that was more of a stock fraud. But still, mm-hmm. honey, Nutella, and maple syrup, I think lime, and french fries, and spam, and chicken wings. And alligator definitely had some, like, poaching issues in there, too. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think the first time that I learned that that food heists are a thing was while working on an old show here called How Stuff Works Now, we did this episode about avocado heists. And I was just like, What? And it was just the, the the weirdest thing I had read about that day. And that's an impressive that very thing much is. at this job. Very much. So, yeah. Yeah, I think Ben Bolin turned, it, turned me onto it a while back because I just never, I feel terrible saying that. I just never really thought about it. Yeah. But we've got a lot of examples oh, gosh, for you. Oh, gosh, we do. And we, we could have kept going. Like, Absolutely. Maybe a part two. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Okay, so. In the meantime, let's get to our question. Mm-hmm. Food heist. What are they? Well, sometimes people steal stuff, mm-hmm. and sometimes that stuff is food. Yes. And, like, we're not talking about, like, Aladdin nabbing, like, a loaf of bread so that, like, him and Abu don't starve. Right. We... Are talking crimes ranging from like a crime of opportunity, like I see that trailer, I'm gonna steal it, mm-hmm. to like full-on premeditated, highly orchestrated heists. Yes, some of which go on for years. Years. Oh my gosh. Oh, some of which are ongoing now. True. And this brings us back to Knives Out too, because when I was doing <laughs> this research. There are agricultural detectives? Gosh, yes, there are. Okay, all right. Just to start with, the United States Department of Agriculture has an Office of Inspector General that employs about 130 agents around the country who investigate all kinds of crime related to agriculture, from, like, fraud to animal abuse to mismanagement of federal funds to, like, food safety issues to thievery. On their career page, they say... Think about the vast interests of the United States in the global agricultural market. Imports, exports, North America, South America, Europe, Africa, the Far East. The sun never sets on USDA. Whoa. I know. Very dramatic. I love it. (laughs) Yes. Um, And yeah, that is far from all of the investigators who are working in the field. Pun absolutely intended after I realized I'd made it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, there are private detectives available for hire. Uh, States and counties with a lot of business and agriculture often have specialized departments within their law enforcement agencies. France's wine region has environmental officers who patrol on horseback. That needs to be a show right there. Right? Come on, Netflix. Make it happen. Please. For for the good of all of us. One uh, private investigator who's who's really great with the press pops up in a lot of these articles and podcasts about this sort of thing. Um, uh, Rocky Pipkin of the Pipkin Detective Agency explained to the California Sunday Magazine why he specializes in agricultural crime. And he points out that, you know, like crops are plentiful and valuable and, quote, it's easy to fence it. Everybody's got to eat. True. Very true. <sighs> and we have some numbers for you. Boy, do we. I mean, this whole episode is a lot of numbers. So. <laughs> yeah, it really <laughs> is. This is a number-heavy episode. <laughs> so food and drink, not including alcohol, account for 27% of all cargo heists. And this is from a report Oof. compiled by Freightwatch International. That's more than auto parts, electronics, and pharmaceuticals put together. It makes up the most of any one category. Ah. Yeah. That number jumped 34% from 2014 to 2015. Whoa. Yeah. 
from the report, particularly stolen loads of nuts, seafood, candy, cookies and snacks, dairy and eggs, and meat all more than doubled from 2012, spiking 117%, 142%, 150%, and 237% respectively. 230% increase in stolen loads of eggs? I think meat. <laughs> oh, oh, meat. Okay, okay. I was like, ah, oh. Either that way. Makes, that makes more sense than eggs. It does. I'm like running through like supermarket sweep in my head. I'm like, how do you steal that many? They're so delicate. True. Anyway, okay. True, true, true. Cool. Or what? not cool. Keep yes, <laughs> uncool. One of the possible reasons cited for this is the general lower security around food cargo. Um, yeah, but but these thefts also happen on the farms themselves. In California alone, the theft of crops, supplies, and equipment results in an annual loss of $30 million to the state's farmers. Oof. Annual. Wow. Um, and according to San Benito County's Office of Agricultural Investigations, only one in 10 farm crimes are reported, and nationwide, annual losses run around a billion dollars. Oof. 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 The most often stolen food? Cheese. Oh. Doesn't surprise me, personally, but... <laughs> Annie's like, if I were going to get into food heists, <laughs> I would totally steal cheese. Probably, although I, you know, my laziness would compete with my love of cheese because I don't want to do anything refrigerated. Oh, yeah. Not that I would ever right. do it. Clearly not. I haven't put in a lot of thought to it or anything. <laughs> But after almost 5 million pounds, as in the monetary unit, the British monetary unit, of cheese were listed as stolen in 2011 in the U.K. alone, one report labeled them a high-risk food. And one thing I read in The Atlantic claimed that 4% of all cheese produced will end up stolen. 4%. 4%. That is statistically significant. Gosh. It very much is, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that piece in The Atlantic, by the way, is um, a partially— is a partial transcript of an episode of Gastropod, which if you haven't listened to, go check it out. It's really great. Yes. Yeah, very helpful for this episode. It was. And uh, and Rocky is a, is a guest mm-hmm. on there. So, yes. Huh. Um, so, yeah, um, we've got like not really like a history, just like a, I mean. Some history, but more <laughs> examples, <laughs> examples galore. Yes. Um, And we will get into that as soon as we get back from a quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressings, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. We've talked in a bunch of different episodes about facets of Puerto Rican cuisine, um, like the dish mofongo, made of savory, deep-fried mashed plantains studded with some kind of tasty protein, and the creation of the cool, creamy pina colada. But there is so much more there. Um, I've actually never been. You have a tiny bit of experience, don't you? Yes. Unfortunately, it was a very tiny bit of experience. Mm -hmm. I was there for about a day. I'm kicking myself for that now. I remember having delicious rums, delicious drinks. 
But I want to go back because, yeah, so many episodes we do on here, when we're talking about food from Puerto Rico, I want that. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it sounds amazing. We're trying to get a saver team trip together. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, we're we're trying to get a trip to a lot of places, but this is yeah. this is really top of the list. Even putting together this ad read made me hungry. I was like, oh, oh, I want to try those things. Yeah, as we've talked about before, there are influences there from African and Spanish and native Taino foodways. The culinary scene sounds amazing, and we want to go. And I'm hungry. No me passport too. is required for US citizens and permanent residents. You can learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. Plus, what if your products had thousands of five-star reviews, were natural and affordable? Well, say hello to Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Not sure where to start? I highly recommend the Work System. It's everything you need in one powerful package. Take out the guesswork with a proven routine that includes a gentle yet effective cleanser, a super skin toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. See what everyone is raving about. From serum sets to the always sold out retinol alternative TBT cream, you'll find your perfect skincare match. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their product reviews are literally five stars. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com for 20% off with code GETDIME. That's dimebeauty.com. BeautyCO.com code get dime for 20% off. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And yes, one disclaimer before we get started. As we said at the top, a lot of these stories are on the surface, super fun, funny, uh, rife for punny headlines. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh. But under the surface, Maybe not so much. Yeah, it's a very serious topic. Yes. Uh, maybe drugs are involved or other crimes. We're not going to go too much into that that particular aspect of it in this episode unless it's really relevant to the whole food-stealing part of it. Right, yeah. But, um, but yeah, it, it really is um, a lot of the time is involved with other types of organized crime yeah. and uh, potential violence and, you know, like not – Desperation, bad bad times. Exactly. And and we don't want to trivialize those things. Yeah. Millions of dollars are lost. Again, it often hurts farmers and laborers. One sheriff out of California that's had to deal with a lot of almond theft Mm -hmm. said, I think it's an economic act of terrorism. It impacts us fiscally at so many levels. Wow. Yes. So, disclaimer there. Absolutely. Let's talk about cheese. (laughs) Because as we said... It is one of the most, if not the most, stolen product when it comes to food. Yes. All right. More specifically in this first example, a cheese car chase. Cheese car chase. Yes. In 2009, in a 2009 case out of New Zealand, a couple fled the police with 21 kilogram blocks of stolen cheddar cheese. During the pursuit, blocks of cheese went flying, making it certainly one of the most interesting car chases I've ever read about. Oh. Yes. But that's one of our very smallest, like, like, like number of things stolen examples. Very much so, yes. <laughs> um, in Florida in 2015, um, someone stole a trailer 
containing $85,000 worth of mozzarella um, destined for a Hungry Howie's Pizza Distribution Center. The driver was, like, having a mechanic check out the truck, and someone made off with the trailer. Oh. Oof. Yeah. In France in 2015, a group of mysterious thieves stole $43,000 worth of Comte. That's about four tons of cheese. Ah. Mm-hmm. Another cheese heist took place in Wisconsin in 2013 when an Illinois man attempted to abscond with an 18-wheeler semi full of Munster after he presented falsified documents. Huh. Yeah. About $200,000 worth of cheese that the thief meant for the black market, which is where a lot of this ends up. Mm-hmm. 42,000 pounds. While the cheese was recovered, the company couldn't immediately prove it hadn't been tampered with. So they planned on testing it and donating it to a charity if it passed the health inspections. Oh. Yeah. Um, lots of cheese crime in Wisconsin. Which I guess makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, in 2016, a trailer containing 70,000 pounds of cheese was stolen. And this this cheese had a wild day, okay? Like it was stolen just after midnight, the whole tractor. Then the thieves took the cheese and abandoned the trailer. But the goods were recovered later that evening. Oh, well, that is a wild, wild night indeed. Oh, um, in the same week, though, criminals made off with 90,000 pounds of Parmesan from a Wisconsin warehouse. Dang. I know. And who? Parmesan. Okay. Parmesan cheese production in itself is a fascinating world that we're going to have to do a whole episode on, um, and especially the business of it, because while um, new wheels are aging, cheesemakers sometimes leverage loans to keep their business going with actual wheels of cheese, like some Italian banks accept wheels of Parmesan. That is amazing. Yes. Whoa. But because these things are worth so much money, um, there have been ongoing problems with theft. Um, a single wheel is worth about 600 bucks. And since each wheel weighs like 40 kilos, about 90 pounds, like you've got to do some planning if you're going to make off with a small fortune's worth. But folks, do it. Just one instance in 2016 saw 150 wheels taken from a warehouse outside of Parma. Um, between 2014 and 2016, in total... 15,000 wheels were stolen, worth a total of some um, 6 million euros. That makes my stomach hurt. (laughs) Uh, This is one time where I really wish we had, like, a visual aspect of this podcast because the the looks on her face is (laughs) just horror and sadness. Horror and shock. Oh, my gosh. Um, A single gang of 11 perpetrators um, have uh, been arrested for making off with 2,039 wheels of Parmesan between 2013 and 2015. That is $875,000 worth. Oh, oh my gosh. Oof. That is a lot of cheese. It's not a little bit of cheese. No. No. But now we're going to move away from cheese Uh into produce and farmed goods. Yes. And I wanted to kick this section off with another car chase. Okay. Um, A police chase in uh, Seville, Spain, ended with Thousands of pounds of oranges spilling dramatically from two robbers' cars when they were finally stopped and apprehended. Wow. Like, just the cars. Like, they were like little sedans, and they were just filled with Seville oranges. Yeah, that feels like it should be in a movie. Maybe it already has. But remember when we did oranges, and they symbolize, like, bad omens in movies a lot of time. Hmm. And then we got to talk about walnuts. In 2012, 80,000 pounds of walnuts, worth about $300,000, were stolen in Northern California. 
This is one of several walnut thefts in that state. And thanks to an increasing demand for walnuts coming from Asia, coupled with a decrease in trees, this has led to a, a rise in walnut theft. There's apparently organized macadamia nut crime in South Africa, and I'm shocked that this didn't come up when we were yeah. researching macadamia nuts. But um, but losses equaled over 10 million American dollars per year as of 2017. Um like 8 to 15% of the yearly crop of macadamia nuts there go missing. And it is some kind of inside job because the nuts are entering the legit market somehow. Whoa. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and then in 2016, we have avocado theft. New Zealand had a huge increase in that, like 40 large-scale heist driven by growing international demand. Yeah, g- growing demand and also um, price surges due to poor conditions resulting in smaller harvests. Uh Avocado black markets pop up pretty much wherever the fruit is grown. Um, And uh, changing weather patterns due in part to climate change really fuel that black market. Um, Yeah, in in, in 2018, for example, um, two thieves were questioned by police when they were found near an orchard carrying just duvet covers stuffed with avocados, like $4,300 worth of avocados. In a New York Times article about this entire thing, um, New Zealand's coordinator of community policing, one Alistair McMillan, is quoted saying, It's not like cannabis where people can say it was for their own personal use. It's clearly not for their own consumption. You can only put so much avocado on your burger or in your sushi. (laughs) True. (laughs) I think it might be more than (laughs) estimated in some cases, but true. I see the point. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, gosh, whole 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 episode on avocados, like, soon. Yeah, that's been on our to-do list for a long time. It has. This one kind of surprised me. After prices surged in 2011 due to a bad harvest in Mexico, a group of thieves pilfered $300,000 worth of tomatoes. Six tractor loads. Oh. Yeah. That's a lot of tomato. It really is. Ah. Uh, um, yeah, uh, but, but yeah, some, some of these large-scale things in produce really are so surprising to me. And, um, for example, in 2018, thieves in Germany used professional harvesting equipment to strip a vineyard of 3,500 pounds of Riesling grapes, basically its whole crop, and made off with them in a single afternoon. Oh. And police suspect a rival winemaker because they targeted the vines with the grapes that were just at the peak of ripeness. So they knew. They knew. A similar operation the same year in Virginia made off with 5,000 pounds of grapes and in 2017, a number of robberies resulted in almost 16,000 pounds of Bordeaux grapes going missing um, uh, after a few consecutive poor growing seasons. Mm-hmm. And this th- this is where I started to go like, oh, oh, we're talking about the worst thing and it's making me sad and I thought this was going to be a fun lark. But it's, it is so tragic because just it, it seems like because it, it just clearly these are the actions of rival winemakers who are desperate. They just don't have product and they're desperate. Right. Yeah. And we're going to go back. We're uh, currently working on an episode on caviar, which we'll get to in a second, but similar thing. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Similar thing. Uh, but right now, let's talk about maple syrup. Oh, yeah. This did come up in our maple syrup episode, but it's too big a thing not to mention again. <laughs> uh-huh. Thieves in Quebec stole millions of dollars of maple syrup from a warehouse, about six million pounds total. Oof. Yes. All the syrup in that specific warehouse accounts for, or it did in 2012, one-tenth of their harvest that year. Wow. A value of about 30 million Canadian dollars. Around 70% of the syrup was eventually recovered. Oh, good. Yes. 
Police suspect this was an ongoing operation resulting in at least $18 million worth of stolen product from 2011 to 2012. That's why some of the numbers when you're looking at this one in specific are a little hazy because apparently it was going on for about a year. Yeah. 26 people have been arrested Whoa. for their involvement. Yep. The thieves rented space in that same warehouse and siphoned off syrup while guards weren't around and sometimes they replaced the missing syrup with water. And reminder, one barrel of maple syrup can be worth 13 times that of crude oil. Ooh. Also a reminder, Quebec has that strategic emergency maple syrup. Maple syrup, yeah. Yes. Oh. Yes. And then honey. Honey has been at the center of multiple food heists. We did touch on some of those as well in our honey episodes. One in 2013 took place in England when thieves took off with over 100 jars of Manuka honey, which is very expensive stuff. Mm -hmm. In response, at least one shopkeeper interviewed about all this started putting security tagging on their product of Manuka honey. Oh, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. If you think about how much it's worth and— yeah. I mean, if you have if you have a security tag on like a razor blade pack, then right. come on, come on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sometimes whole hives are stolen. Um, in South Africa, thieves have taken hives, whole hives, and cut the comb out to harvest the honey for quick sale. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, indeed. <laughs> but hey, let's talk about meat. <laughs> let's talk about meat because it's gotten caught up in a few heists as well. One took place in Canada in 2013 when police were on the hunt for 40,000 pounds, or 18,000 kilograms, of stolen beef. Oof. The stolen product was worth upwards of $100,000, and it was never found. Whoa. Yes. This is not the first case of meat theft in Canada by far, <laughs> but it is one of the largest. Whew. In another meat heist in 2013, two criminals stole a container of hamburger meat valued around 100000 from a shipping yard in New Jersey. The thieves were never apprehended and the meat never recovered. Yep. And then there was a shrimp heist in Miami in 2013 where a man stole and resold $158,000 worth of shrimp for $32,000. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Let's let's look inward at our hometown of Atlanta, who's gotten caught up in a few of these, including that Coca-Cola one that we mentioned at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also got to talk about one of Atlanta's favorite foods, chicken wings. Mm-hmm. In 2013, during the Super Bowl chicken wing shortage. Which is a yearly thing. It happens every year. Yeah, 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 yeah. See our chicken wing episode for more on that. Two thieves in Atlanta stole $65,000 worth of Tyson frozen chicken wings, about 26,000 pounds. Whoa. They pulled this off during broad daylight using a forklift to remove a crate of wings from a truck. They were later caught and charged with the wings, never recovered. And then, yes, a lot of headlines with foul play mm. in them ensued. Mm-mm. I'm telling you, <laughs> if you want... To our puns, like, they put us to shame. Look into some of these, (laughs) and we seem very tame. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) And then we have a father and son duo that they they made off with about $40,000 of chicken wings also from a restaurant that they worked in in Syracuse in 2015. Yeah. Oh, inside Mm -hmm. jobs. Inside jobs. But, yeah, a few of these seem to be that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Including... Some of the next ones we're going to talk about yeah. in the booze category. Uh-huh. Yes. On Christmas Day 2014, thieves made off with 76 bottles retailing around $300,000 
of wine from the wine cellar of California restaurant French Laundry. 72 of the bottles were eventually recovered a couple months later in North Carolina, and the owner, yes, suspected it may have been an inside job. Yeah, because they went for the most expensive bottles, like rare Burgundies and Bordeaux's. A dozen bottles of Burgundy from the same producer went for over $47,000 at auction in 2018. Twelve bottles, $47,000. This is the level of wine price that we're talking about them stealing. Um, And it was certainly well-planned. They conducted the robbery the day after the restaurant closed for a renovation that was going to take months. Right. And some of the perpetrators are still on the loose. Two were caught. Um, They were also involved in a wine heist from another California restaurant, Alexander's Steakhouse, worth $32,000. And from a San Francisco uh, store warehouse, uh, Fine Wines International, worth $290,000. In the end, the two thieves who were caught got caught because of the value of the wines. Like, at a certain level, um, the producers of these wines only make a certain number of bottles per year, yeah? And they're only sold by certain dealers. And people who are in the market for this kind of thing know this, and they know each other, and they hear about these heists when they happen. So a suspicious buyer reported these bottles that he had bought, and the investigators traced the thieves through a broker. Oh. Hoof. Hoof indeed. In 2017, a gang of 10 people were arrested in Italy um, for allegedly stealing 16,000 bottles of wine (gasps) and 168 wheels of Parmesan worth a total of around $250,000 over the course of two years. Like, police and local prosecutors worked together to set up a sting. My brain is having trouble. These numbers are so big. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know how much money that is, but that's a heckin' lot of wine. It is a, a lot of wine, that is for sure. On the less classy side, a thief in Orlando stole a trucker's new rig and its contents, 44,000 pounds of Miller High Life. (laughs) Yep. That's about $32,000 worth of beer. Oh, my gosh. Good news, though. The cargo was located soon after, and the Chuckers rig returned to him. And the story is actually really moving because he was so—it was his new rig. Oh, sure. He was like, I'm just trying to make a living, and this is so devastating for me. Yeah. But they found it, and it was returned to him. Um, This is on the heels of several stolen semi-trucks. In the Orlando area, one containing Slim Fast, another Hershey chocolate, and yet another containing 180,000 eggs. And according to Mental Floss, I couldn't really find this anywhere else, another Orlando case a bit earlier in 2009 saw the loss of 6,000 cheesecakes lifted from a refrigerated rig. <laughs> Estimated value, $40,000. This was a big deal in Orlando. They, wow. they were like, we've got to find we gotta, out what's we gotta going on. we got to figure out a way to stop this. Yeah. Huh. And then... Okay, we've talked before about the expensive and highly sought-after bourbon, Pappy Van Winkle. Sure. This is old Rip Van Winkle distillery bourbon, and it has a huge following and a very limited supply. Yep. Yep. Some bottles go for $1,500, and some barrels go for $5,000 on eBay. There's even a wait list, and it's reached over 10 years on occasion. And uh, if that's not for you, there's also uh-huh. an app called Pappy Tracker. <laughs> so as popular is the point we're making. Okay, yeah. Yes. Huh. 
A syndicate of nine thieves out of Kentucky stole $100,000 worth of pappy. The authorities eventually caught them and recovered 18 barrels, one of them worth $11,000, and 25 bottles of pappy. Thirteen cases were not found. And as far back as 2008, this syndicate had been behind several large-scale bourbon robberies, including a 2013 robbery of about $25,000 of pappy. Old Rip Van Winkle Distillery President Julian P. Van Winkle III Hmm. claims that at least in the following year after that first case we mentioned, pretty much everyone he spoke to asked him if he had located the missing bourbon. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And then coming back to Atlanta for a second. Yeah. In 2016, about $90,000 worth of our local brewery, Sweetwater's Beer, went missing. Two whole flatbeds. Oh. The police found a good chunk of it in less than an hour thanks to the GPS. Whoa. Yeah. Sweetwater hired a private investigator to locate the rest. That sounds very much like them, honestly. Mm-hmm. And the beer was recovered in less than a day. Unfortunately, it all had to be destroyed. Oh. Yeah. Again, Going back to safety and Food health. safety, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. sure. Uh, and then uh, th- perhaps just the most unintentionally hilarious category, packaged goods. Indeed. So. We'll start with a town I cannot ever pronounce, but I try my best. In 2013, thieves in Worcestershire. Yes. <laughs> Thank <Yes>. you. <laughs> Cut into the side of a parked truck and made off with 6,410 tens of Heinz baked beans. Ooh. Worth about $10,000. Wow. Yeah, I have to say I wasn't expecting Heinz baked beans in the food heist episode, but but nothing is off the table. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to eat. True, yep. Also in 2013, going back to Nutella, almost 7,000 jars were stolen in Germany from a parked trailer a whopping 13,600 euros worth of Nutella. The jars were partially recovered, located in a stolen stash that also included five tons of coffee and 34,000 cans of Red Bull. 34,000 cans of Red Bull? Can you imagine? I cannot. I don't want to. This person, well, our people... Caffeine was their their area. And this isn't the only case involving Nutella. As we said in that episode, suspicions abounded that same year that $5,000 a week worth of Nutella was going missing at Columbia University. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. I don't know Mm. if they ever got to the bottom of that. (laughs) I really think it was just people taking jars home. Students just being like, jar, jar. I might have participated in something like that. I'm not saying I did, but I could see myself doing it. Yes. Had you been in a Which place? I wasn't. Yeah, sure. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. <laughs> Indeed. A man in Florida stole a truckload of Campbell's soup worth $75,000 in 2013. Ooh. After a 30 minute highway chase, the authorities traced the rig's GPS. Uh, the police caught the perpetrator. The judge later said of the case, this is the first time the court's ever seen $75,000 worth of soup stolen. <laughs> That's probably good. Yeah. You know, prob- I don't want too many cases of that. Probably never, never, never since either. Yeah. One would, one would hope. And then, yeah, caviar. In 2005, criminals made off with $470,000 of red caviar during the Russian New Year. Caviar is a popular New Year food in Russia. 845 cans or 22 tons 
gone, all from one truck of one Moscow businessman. Who? Oof. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. That is. Mm-hmm. Criminals made off with 260 tons of lint chocolate from their warehouse in Milan in 2014. While the two behind it were caught, only about 50 tons of the chocolate was ever accounted for. The value of the stolen chocolate? 8 million euros. Mm. Oh. And then, I found this one really interesting. I hadn't really thought about about going about it this way. Uh The owners and managers of 10 Kentucky-based convenience stores were arrested in 2014 when it was discovered they were providing thieves with shopping lists for items to steal from local stores and pharmacies. Oh, wow. Like, hey, we're running low on Band-Aids. Like, go go, steal that for me, please. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I guess enterprising. Um, Here's... Maybe my favorite one of the episode and why I was a few minutes late coming in because I found it and I wasn't going to not include it. Uh-huh. Um, so last year, a man in Texas pled guilty to $1.2 million worth of fajita theft slash fraud over the course of almost 10 years. What oh. was going on was he was working for um, – he was working uh, uh, as a public servant at a juvenile detention center. And he'd place orders for fajitas using county funds – hypothetically, to be served to the inmates. Right. Um, But then he would sell the fajitas for his own profit. $1.2 million of fajitas? Yeah. And this was discovered when, like, someone in the kitchen was alerted, like, oh, hey, there's a fajita truck here with your fajita load. And the kitchen Uh, human was like, we don't serve fajitas here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty substantial number. (laughs) <laughs> Glad you were a little late to include it. <laughs> and, of course, we talked about Ugh. the black market for spam in Hawaii in our uh-huh. spam episode. Some shops put spam behind security cases alongside things like cell phones. And then in Georgia in 2018, thieves absconded with almost $100,000 worth of instant ramen. This is maybe—I there's— it's that. <laughs> I can't even process. <laughs> it's too much to process. Yes. The thieves targeted a 53-foot trailer of the noodles, somewhere between 200,000 to 500,000 packets, depending on the brand. Wow. Yeah. Didn't think that was going to come up either. Nope. At least it's lighter and, like, less awkward than some of the other products we've been talking about. That's true if we're looking at it logistically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not thieves. We're not. I promise. Don't don't steal stuff. Stealing no. stuff is bad. Yes, indeed. But, I mean, we didn't even touch. We were also discussing before we started this. Fraud is something I have I have more familiarity with, I guess. And in some cases, they they obviously play along with each other. They're, they're part of the same thing. But Absolutely, yeah. There's a lot of, like, seafood fraud we talked about a little bit, mm-hmm. but... Things like that we didn't even really touch on. Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of fraud. And that's, I think, most of what gets investigated in agricultural investigations. Like, Mm. I think it's mostly fraud-related of one kind or another. It's a broad category, obviously. Yes. um, Hoof. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of really fascinating and beautifully written articles Uh about about some of these things that I was like, oh, it's not about, are they going to get to stealing? Okay. (laughs) Another episode. Yes. Push it aside. Yes. Oh, not enough time. Not enough time. And probably we could 
We'll come back and revisit this. If we've ha- if we left any out, let us know. Yeah, if you have if you have a favorite one, let us <laughs> yes. write write in for you sure. Want to hear more of our gasp at these ridiculously high numbers. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, yes. But yeah, so I, that that's what we have to say about food heists today. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do have some listener mail for you. But first, we've got one more quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. We've talked in a bunch of different episodes about facets of Puerto Rican cuisine, um, like the dish mofongo, made of savory, deep-fried mashed plantains studded with some kind of tasty protein, and the creation of the cool, creamy piña colada. But there is so much more there. Um, I've actually never been. You have a tiny bit of experience, don't you? Yes. Unfortunately, it was a very tiny bit of experience. Mm-hmm. I was there for about a day. I'm kicking myself for that now. I remember having delicious rums, delicious drinks. But I want to go back because, yeah, so many episodes we do on here, when we're talking about food from Puerto Rico, I want that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it sounds amazing. We're trying to get a savor team trip yeah. together. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're trying to get a trip to a lot of places, but this is, yeah. this is really top of the list. Even putting together this ad read made me hungry. I was like, oh, oh, I want to try those things. Yeah, as we've talked about before, there are influences there from African and Spanish and native Taino foodways. The culinary scene sounds amazing, and we want to go, and I'm hungry. No me passport too. is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. You can learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. Plus, what if your products had thousands of five-star reviews? Were natural and affordable? Well, say hello to Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Not sure where to start? I highly recommend the Work System. It's everything you need in one powerful package. Take out the guesswork with a proven routine that includes a gentle yet effective cleanser, a super skin toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. See what everyone is raving about. From serum sets to the always sold out retinol alternative TBT cream, you'll find your perfect skincare match. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their product reviews are literally five stars. Love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com for 20% off with code GETDIME. That's DimeBeautyCO.com, code GETDIME for 20% off. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And we're back with... Listen to the mail. mail. <laughs> when I think of a heist, I always think of like high-speed car chases. Yeah. 
which is a category of film I'm not very familiar with, but I have seen The Chase. Oh. Because it's on my my <laughs> list of 50 good bad movies to watch. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> very fair assessment, whoever put it on that list. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Tom wrote, I've been listening since the dawn of foodstuff, RIP. I've been meaning to write in for some time, but it's frowned upon to send emails while driving. I'm sorry if this email gets a little long, but I couldn't help but write after your latest episode. My maternal grandmother, Maymer, passed away in 2012, but my grandfather, Jaju, continued to live in their retro suburban early 80s condo up until his passing in November. My family and I were recently cleaning out the condo, and I, being a chef by trade, decided to tackle the kitchen. After emptying the fridge and clearing the counters, I began to sort through the cabinets. Neither of my grandparents were cooks, both relying heavily on the semi-homemade food model that was so popular with people their age— So the culinary supplies were pretty basic, in addition to being (laughs) well-aged. As I emptied the spice shelf, I found a handful of bay leaves scattered underneath the other spices. Odd, but understandable, that a single 96-year-old man would miss a spilled jar over the years. As I worked through all of the cabinets, I continued to find bay leaves scattered everywhere. Not a single cabinet was free of them. I bought this to my mom's attention, and she explained that the loose leaves had been one of May Mayer's housekeeping tricks to keep sugar ants at bay. Google has confirmed this as a home remedy, but most sources suggest bundling the leaves together or throwing them in a sachet. Finding the bay leaves brought both my mom and I to tears, happy to have found a trace of May Mayer in an otherwise somber task. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's very sweet. It is. It is. That is something I had not heard. Yeah, me neither. I, a lot of people wrote in about bay leaves. You'll be hearing some more listener mail about bay leaves. But I love it. I love that we have these personal stories. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirk wrote, Loved the escargot episode, but you missed a location where snails are eaten. I grew up in Newfoundland, and as a child, my family often ate sea snail. We called them whelks. My cousin and I would be sent out at low tide to collect sea snails and mussels. We'd boil them in seawater with seaweed. Once cooked, they would be drained and served in their shells, and we would sit around the bowl of snails and fish them out of their shells with a hat pin and dip them in drawn butter, lemon juice, and wine vinegar. The best part was the rhythm. The kids would recite as we worked the snail from its shell the following. Snail, snail, come out of your shell. Your mother and father are burning in hell. (laughs) We would laugh and scarf them down. (laughs) I love that. This is dark. (laughs) That is goth AF and really charming. (laughs) I love it. Your mother and father are burning in hell. Well, (laughs) also sounds delicious. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have a fun song to sing while you're getting the snail. You out do. Of the show. Clearly. Yes, clearly. <laughs> Thank you to both of them for writing. If you would like to write to us, you can. Our email is hello at saverpod.com. We're also on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where our handle is at saverpod. We do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio and Stuff Media. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. 
So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.